seen like if we're talking about like the rap industry, I think that every rapper, whether they're doing it for God's glory or not, I think that the gifting, uh, natural talent that comes from God, it's like a blessing that God has given us because, um, God gives everybody talents and gifts. Um, and I think that you can either use it for God or you can't, and he's not going to, he's not going to take it away. He's not going to touch what he's given you. Welcome to the third episode of the Light It Up podcast. I am your host, Wyatt Taylor. With us today, we have a very special guest, Isaiah Gash, from the Vancouver Potter's House. He's also known as Young One on YouTube. I will have his channel in the description. Be sure to check out his awesome music. Uh, Today, we will have no JJ. He will be back for the next episode, but in the meantime, we still got Raphael. Um, Today, we are also going to be talking about writing songs with God. So, how to write songs with God, what the meaning behind that, praying about lyrics, and just kind of doing it in a way where uh, it will be anointed and people will be touched by your music. Um, we thank you for being here, and we hope you enjoy this episode. All right, Isaiah, why don't you give us a quick testimony? Yeah, so, um, uh, raised in Vancouver, Washington. Uh, I've been a church kid my whole life, so... I'm very fortunate that I never um, was raised in the streets. I never done drugs, but church kids can still be sinners too. Um, my whole life, I kind of lived a double life. I would go to church acting one way and uh, go to school acting completely differently. Um, and there was just a few things that at first, uh, it was just like thoughts. You know, every every kid, they lie, they steal. But then as I got older, uh, things started getting a little bit more serious, um, and I couldn't stop myself from sinning. I was so obsessed with fitting in with the crowd that that's like all that was on my mind. That's how I made my decisions, and uh, I started putting that before God, and one day I just came to the realization that if I died, I was going to hell. Every church kid, I'm sure, has come to this at some point who's saved. If I die, I'm going to hell, and I knew that I wasn't right with God, and for a while, I lived with that, but I didn't, uh, never repented until one day um, I just surrendered my heart to God. And, uh, yeah, he freed me from all that sin. Wow, that's awesome. Um, all right, so, uh, Isaiah, I know you rap on YouTube and such, so why don't you give us some more details on what you do and how that works? Yeah, so uh, my rap name, I go by Young One. You can find me on YouTube and SoundCloud right now. But um, the SoundCloud rapper, I really though. just make music to glorify God. That's pretty much it. Um, started making music uh, back when the new year came. And someone told me I should write a rap song with my friend for a New Year's talent show we did. So, And it went well. And um, since then, I've seen a couple people saved. And I just give all glory to God for that. Wow, that's awesome, man, that God's using your gifting to help others reach Christ. Um, So uh, the first thing we want to talk about is uh, praying and writing songs and how the two go together. Um, So I wanted to ask, uh, what do you, 
what's your kind of go-to prayer? What do you pray for when you write songs or before you write songs? That's a really good question. So um, a couple of things I pray for. One, I pray for um, God's anointing and his gifting, that he would just continue to grow me because um, every musical ability is a skill. And so I'm just asking God to help me with that and to uh, give me talent that I don't have on my own and um, to glorify himself, to see people saved, and to give me inspiration. That's a big one because um, I could write whatever I want to write about, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be what he wants me to write about. So, yeah, I think that's four things. Yeah. Raphael, did you have any questions? Um, so is there a difference that you notice when you write a song with prayer beforehand and when you write a song without prayer? Uh, yeah, I think there's definitely a difference. Um, obviously, I don't – sometimes I don't – I'm not able to pray before I write. Every single time the inspiration will just come to me at um, somewhat random times every now and then. But um, every time I'm in prayer, I'll be praying that God will just help me to grow this gift. But I think that definitely if you're not involving it in your prayer life, then it's it's not going to be – it's not going to have God's hand upon it. Okay, okay. So that's another question is – you said growth is gift. So for someone, I personally, I can't, I don't have no kind of music ability. Is it, am I able to gain this ability? Like, build, like, like basically get, like, to understand music and all that and write it? I think that definitely you could ask God for his help. Um, another big thing is ask for advice. Find someone that does know how to do that. And, uh, Ask them to help you and teach you. That's what I did. And um, I never thought I would be rapping. I didn't even used to listen to rap. And, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just felt a calling for it. And uh, now that I do it, I enjoy it, and I could see the fruit from it. So I would definitely say if that's something that you feel called to or something that you would like to do, um, you should try to grow that gift. Yeah, because that goes um, for anyone too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it definitely, totally. Because um, obviously, there, uh, you know, many people have different gifts and such. And um, I think God will make clear what He wants you to do or what kind of gift you have. Um, but you know, pray about it. Uh, I think praying about it is very important because uh, asking God to grow it like you said or just asking God like hey do, do, what, what's my gift what, what do you want me to do what is your calling for me or what is your will um, I think that's uh, something that's also important. Uh, praying about what his will is and kind of what his what his gifting is what uh, he what he thinks you do best you know because obviously everyone's different some people work slides some people play guitar, some people lead worship, you know, some people sing, some people can't, some people are good with babies. So, you know, that that births all the ministries we have nowadays. So um, definitely praying about it. Definitely. You, you're totally right. Praying about it and getting advice is something that is, uh, I think, very important.
That's good. Um, you write, do you you say you write rap? Is there like a way that you keep it? Like try to keep it. How do I phrase this? So, how do you try to keep up the like keep up the way nowadays we rap? Because rap has has constantly changed for um flows. There's different kind of rapping. How do you like personally like change the way you rap to try to keep it popular, or do you just rap the way and just pray that God's gonna move with it? Yeah, um, a little bit of both because, um, you know, you want to find something that people relate to, something that people like. Like if you're rapping, you're like, oh yeah, God's hand is on this, but it just sounds like, sounds like some, <laughs> like, <laughs> some SpongeBob theme song. <laughs> They're not gonna be wanting to listen to that. So, yeah, obviously, um, asking God to help you make it sound good. <laughs> And to speak to people at, at the same time. But um, I listen to rap is the main genre of music I listen to, um, Christian rap. But, yeah, that's where I get a lot of my inspiration from is just from listening to other people. And then um, I didn't even know this, but someone told me that, like, I was like, man, I don't know. Because a lot of rappers, they have their own style of rapping. I didn't know this, and this guy was like, "Oh yeah, you have your own style of rapping that I've never heard before." That's cool. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's yeah, cool. Already gone. Yeah. Um. And uh, I I think that's that's first of all that's that's uh, totally true, um, and definitely um, something you think you need to think about. But um, talking about inspiration, um, what we want to talk about next is uh, finding inspiration from the Bible. So, um, just kind of how, how does this, how does this work? Finding inspiration from the Bible, um, you know, you can quote scripture sometimes, or you can, uh, kind of mix it up and then kind of say the same thing, but how do you think inspiration and quoting the Bible goes in writing songs? How do you think that works? Yeah, definitely. Is um, if like, you're just rapping and it has nothing to do with what God says, then at that point, like, what's the point? So uh, just an example is me and some other people in my church. Uh, we have a song that we do and it's called No Weapon. And it's uh, the, the chorus is from a scriptures. No weapon formed against me will ever prosper. But um, we basically took the scripture and we just... I don't want to say we twisted it a little bit, but we kind of changed the wording, you know, to make it rhyme. But yeah, quoting scripture in your raps or in your songs uh, is a big thing. Even if you're not quoting scripture, sometimes what I'll do is I will uh, still look to the Bible for inspiration. If I have a topic, specific topic I want to talk about, I'll actually go and try to find that topic in the Bible and just scroll through verses and, uh, just see what God would speak to me. Um, uh, what you were saying, uh, finding uh, subjects and scrolling through verses. So I know sometimes people uh, read uh, read scriptures and stuff, and then like find like, wow, that's a great song, or like God speaks in like 
like I want you to write a song about the scripture that you just read, you know, in their daily Bible reading or something. Um, and then there is also looking for verses that pertain to the song you're singing. So um, what do you think, not the, what do you think is the best, but uh, how are these, uh, how do, do these work together in any sort of way? Or do you think one is better than the other uh, in the three ways of finding scriptural references in your songs? Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say either one of them is better, but I would say that both are definitely uh, useful tools that I would recommend for anyone who's trying to make music, that you should use these tools. Um, like I said, I, I talked about the song we did earlier, um, No Weapon Formed Against Us, obviously. That's taken from a verse that I'm sure um, a lot of people have heard, but that's taken from a verse and we turn that into the the hook or kind of like the theme of the song. Um, but also I've done the other one too, where I'll just look up a scripture uh, for inspiration. Sometimes I'll only take uh, one phrase from that scripture, sometimes one word, it really depends. Um, but just finding inspiration from that uh yeah it's really good yeah i was gonna ask like do you when you do write songs are you like trying to search for scriptures that back up what you're saying and when you do find those scriptures are you phrasing those scriptures like differently to fit what you're trying to say not like completely like like completely making a whole different what what it means of the scripture but like trying to make it like rhyme as you said like when you rap something like thou wouldn't be in the song because it's so out. <laughs> like what rhymes with thou? Right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that's yeah. Now. No. Oh, but yeah. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell um, I can't. I can't write any kind of song. I, got no kind of, I can't even stay on beat. Uh, that's how terrible yeah. it is. Numerous okay. times people at my church are like Rafi off beat when I'm clapping. I'm like, yeah. okay, my bad. Guess I just I guess I just put my hands up. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's a go-to. Um, but anyways, yeah, definitely. I I would say I don't think there's a problem with changing uh, the way that you say what you're trying to say, just as long as you don't say something different. If that makes sense. So um, like the same scripture, you're just you're just wording it differently. You can make it rhyme, uh, make it fit. Uh, the kind of flow or rhyme scheme that you're going for and just make it fit a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I think that don't be twisting scripture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think that, um, yeah, that's what I would do is I would try to make it fit. All right. Also, oh, sorry to interrupt, but uh also, I have friends. I haven't done this in one of my songs yet, but I've heard my friends do a couple of songs where they won't even quote a scripture in the rap, but they'll say it before or after the song. Um, they'll just, as the beat starts playing, and they'll just start quoting the scripture right there. Or sometimes at the end, they'll quote a scripture, then they'll just preach real quick. And uh, that's good, too. Yeah, and um, I think... Uh that's like a combo of 
Uh, many songs do this, but uh, I notice a lot of songs sometimes kind of talk about what it personally means to them. Like I know some modern Christian songs kind of talk about what these scriptures mean and then like what it means to them. Like, um, like for example, don't copyright us YouTube, but like The Goodness in My Life by uh, uh, Toby Mac and uh, Blessing Over. You know, it's it's like he God's the goodness in our life, but that's they, although it's scripture, they kind of talk about what it personally means to them and how it uh, ministers to them. You know, and uh, I think, and then there's other people like I know some older country songs like is pretty much just singing psalms and pretty much just quoting scripture, and that's that's totally applicable too. Like some, I feel like some people are different. Uh, some people like one over the other, but I feel like both can minister just uh, just as equally. Yeah, that's a really good thought. Um, I have one thought too, like how you were saying kind of the older songs, um, like hymns, like old hymns that they used to sing back in church. They're so yeah. raw because it's literally just the scripture. And you like, yeah, totally. you the song, then like just read the Bible. It's like, oh. That's literally the song, right? This is the, the same what? scripture right there, yeah, bro. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's just something powerful about, like, like that, I don't know, that raw, like, scripture, and then it's just in a song. Totally. Yeah. And it, it takes me back to uh, the scripture, you know, the, the word is a two-edged sword. I mean, the word itself is so powerful, and then just putting it into song form, it's just kind of like, dang, like, you, right. It makes you think about the scripture sometimes, like, wow, it, the yeah. Bible does say that, but I didn't really think, like, think about it. I mean, sometimes you do, but sometimes when it's put into a song form, you're like, wow, this that scripture is so powerful, but you don't realize it, and it makes the song so much more beautiful because the song has so much purpose behind that. Yeah. So speaking of songs with scriptures in it. Have you personally wrote a song with a scripture? Like, like legit the whole song, like just scripture after scripture after scripture. No, I've never done that one. Not quite yet. Are you going to? You're gonna post a secret little leak? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so Romans or something? What 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 are we talking about? It's like just like literally just scripture after scripture, and that's the song. Yeah, that's the whole song. Just just basically reading a scripture. Or like not reading it, oh. but basically making it like sound good when you rap it or sing it. Oh no, I shouldn't. I've never even thought about that, dude. I mean, me it's it's call. not a bad idea. It's not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Serious. Yeah, totally. Bro, mind-boggling. No, I'm working on a. Someone just inspired me too, just to write a song. Just about my testimony. Just that's it. Just mm. telling the story of my testimony. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, did you guys have anything you wanted to uh, add to that? So, um, speaking of not testimony, but like basically going back, so back to prayer. So, you said you had a concert this Saturday or something, right? Yeah. So, beforehand, are you gonna? So, do you pray normally before you like sing or rap or something, or do you just go up there without bow and just start rapping and start uh, singing? Yeah, I actually never pray. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't prayed since 1999. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, if I don't pray, I don't play. So um, mm. I usually, you know, showing up to corporate prayer, 
my opinion, that's a must. Um, but also, yeah, I'll pray right before I just go on stage, just like a quick prayer, something super simple, just God, anoint me and help these people to be spoken to. And that's it. Okay. Wow. So uh, moving right along, um, the third thing we want to talk about um, is God's gifting. So um, uh, there are totally many different things about this, so many things you could talk about. We touched on it earlier, but we want to touch on, uh, touch on it again. But uh, I wanted to ask, uh, in your eyes, um, how does God's gifting work in your eyes? What have you seen personally? Um, so God's gifting, I've seen like, if we're talking about like the rap industry, I think that every rapper, whether they're doing it for God's glory or not, I think that the gifting, uh, natural talent that comes from God, it's like a blessing that God has given us because, um, God gives everybody talents and gifts. Yeah. Um, and I think that you can either use it for God or you can't. And he's not going to He's not gonna take it away. He's not going to touch what he's given you. But I think definitely if you don't have that gifting now and you believe that God wants you to have it, you can contend for it. Uh, begin, again, praying for it is a huge, huge, crucial part about it. And... Um, yeah, I have a friend, his name is Vincent, and um, like before he got saved, he was a rapper and he would record his raps um, like in a studio, but he's just like an amazing rapper, and like now he does it for God, but before he didn't used to, but like you could just give him a couple words and he'll just go off, he could just freestyle off the top of his head, obviously like like crazy gifting, like he's very good. Um but not everybody like me. I can't free. I can't freestyle at all. And you're like, well, like, what is that? Obviously, there's like a thing. People have natural talent, but it it depends if you like. If you really feel like God has given you, if God wants you to do this gift, then you're gonna have to invest some time in it. Um. Just uh, work for it, contend for it, and uh, keep asking Him. Believing that it's going to help you. So um, yeah, hundred percent. When you was when you were talking about how even rappers nowadays they they even if they they still got a gift from God, and it's not that how do I phrase. So basically, I had a conversation with one of my friends. That I'm basically I'm witnessing to him. I'm telling him about Jesus and all this, and him he could sing. He could he's like very musically talented, and he's basically looking to this world. He's looking as well. He's like, see, this is how this is how they'll uh, basically um, how to phrase it. They're basically showing God glory by them doing their talent, them doing it, and just singing and uh, rapping. So, do you personally these? Do you see that as a connection as representing God, like showing God glory with just doing the gift? That so like. You, you know what I'm saying? Or... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. I can't speak for everybody, but 
I don't. I think that like um, that that specific situation. I don't think it would be glorifying God because, um, I mean, some of the things they're saying aren't just inspiring people to do the opposite of what God wants. You know, like a lot of rappers nowadays, like you don't even want to listen to it. Like it's just mm. awful. But uh, yeah, I think that if you look at it from a Christian point of view, and even then it's still really not glorifying God. But if you just think about that, these are the gifts that God has given people, I guess in a sense, it, they might be. Um, so uh, I wouldn't say like, go ahead. Uh, well, no, all I was going to say is um, uh, obviously like what you were saying, uh, sometimes, sometimes with what rappers say, it doesn't really sound like, like they're Christian and thus not giving uh, glorifying to God. So um, in our first episode, there is uh, we talked about um, Jesus said, let your light shine and um, people who see you will give glory to your father in heaven. Matthew five sixteen. not a direct quote, but um, kind of paraphrasing. But I think um, let's see. So um, letting your light shine is something that credits God. So uh, we talked about this in our other episode and uh, how the light being God shows to others that you are a Christian and what it means to serve God. So when you say just uh, rapping a song uh, and it shows people by uh, by showing their gift, you know, uh, the Bible says God made you in the womb or God formed you in the womb. You knew me before I was even formed in the womb. And so he knows the gifting you have or the gifting you think you have, you know, it's God knows and he knows what he gave you and he knows what he uh, wanted you to do for, I know the plans I have for you, Jeremiah 29, 11. So he knows what he wants you to do, but I think it depends on how we intend to uh, use it uh, if, either for God or for the world. So when you think about it, are you glorifying God in your music or are you doing it for more views? Are you doing it so that you can make more money on YouTube? You know, it, it's kind of, it's like a fine line, but I think many people kind of uh, like what you said, they, their vision kind of gets a little blurred because it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm showing my talent, you know, by, to by, you know, I, I sing and, you know, bro, that that's God right there, but I don't have to say it, but you know, it's God. So, you know, it's, uh, I think you have to actually, well, obviously you kind of have to tell people because I think talent is so it's, uh, well, first of all, sometimes it's hard to see. Sometimes people don't find it out until they're older and such. But also talent is such a common thing. Talent is very unique to everybody, but we don't realize how common it is. It's like, oh, bro, you're good at that, bro. That's cool. You know, it's, it's so common. It's not like, wow, man, you know, it, one of the first thoughts, at least in from a secular, from a worldly point of view, it's not automatically like, man, God man, God totally did that for you, bro. It's like, man, dude, you're, you're really good at that stuff. You should try pursue it or something. So obviously it's, it's talent is so common. 
that I think it's hard to recognize sometimes that it's actually God who gives it to us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, like, think about, like, I don't know, say, like, Kanye West. Like, <laughs> he's <laughs> never going to have to work a job. Like, he could quit yeah. rapping. He could quit doing whatever he wants. He'll never have to work a job again. Mm-hmm. He'll probably be richer than... 95% of people in the world. <laughs> I don't know like if that's proper Accurate. Um, percentage, but like he you could say some people would say he's got his whole life just like set out before him and that he did that. Like oh yeah, he worked mm. hard, he was in the studio every day, grinded. But like that's I mean, obviously there's a god-given talent there. Um, mm-hmm. something that captures people. Obviously, he did put some work into it, but I think that he's extremely gifted and um, might not be using his... Uh, he's definitely not using all his talent to glorify God. Mm-hmm. So, any, any, oh, yeah, so anyways, speaking of like... Do you think it's possible for a Christian rapper or a Christian song leader to be able to be as popular as like Kanye Kanye and all that. Not I'm not trying to say that he's not saved or anything, but what I notice is most of the popular songwriters and rappers nowadays are completely worldly, completely talking about sin and all that, glorifying sin. So is there ever gonna be a day for a Christian rapper or a Christian songwriter to be as popular as them? Um, I mean, I know I met a pastor at this Prescott conference. Um, no, 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 not this Prescott conference. Sorry. It was, uh, last July Prescott conference. And I met this guy and he told me, oh yeah, like I do a little rap here and there. And I looked on and then he was like, oh yeah, I got a YouTube channel. This dude has like 5,000 subscribers and he's a pastor. I mean, obviously, compared to Kanye, that's that's nothing. But I think there's a difference because a Christian artist like him, he's a pastor. He's not rapping to get money. He's not rapping to be famous. Like, if you listen to his raps, it's literally just like, like he's literally preaching a sermon inside of his raps. <laughs> like, there's no, he's what you would call an unapologetic Christian. Like, there's, there's <laughs> nice. no nice like and he does like these remixes on these uh, anyways he's very he's extremely talented and gifted but um i think that christians like that um are doing it for a different purpose than uh secular artists are doing nowadays in the world and the thing with kanye is before he was ever before he ever obviously now he's uh i don't I don't know what he, if he claims to be a Christian or whatnot, but before he was uh, like that, he was a very, very secular artist when he uh, was extremely popular. And, um, you know, secular artists, the world, this world is carnally minded. So they love to hear about things of the flesh. They love to hear about violence, about pridefulness, about sex, about drugs. They love to hear about all of that. The, just the darker, the better. 
even demonic stuff people nowadays they love listening to demonic and depressing stuff and uh that's just the culture that we're living in nowadays but um not to throw a dark mood but (laughs) (laughs) but um I don't know if that answers your question. I kind of went off on a little rabbit trail there, but yeah, <laughs> rabbit trail, nice. Um, so speaking of writing songs and all that, do you have any like remixes or covers of different song of the like popular songs? I know in our fellowship, it's pretty like known for rappers or songwriters to change the lyrics of songs of at least worldly songs. Do you have yeah, any close-off? I actually don't have any of those, any remixes yet. Okay. But I'm definitely planning on doing some uh, in the near future because if you, like, I think about it like this. If you're performing, like, on the side of the street, I don't know, sometimes you do these street outreaches where we'll just go with, like, a speaker and a mic. You can just hook up your phone and play the beat. Just rap right there, and it draws people, but... If people hear like a popular song, they might not really be listening to the words and they just hear it and they're like, oh, that guy's rapping that song. And so they'll go over to look at it. And like this has happened a couple of times. They're like, people are like, oh, I just heard you rapping. And then I realized like, is this guy like a, a Jesus rapper? <laughs> As some people yeah. call it, they call me Jesus rapper. And like, I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm a Jesus rapper. And uh, yeah, so the remixes are definitely a good thing because people hear, hear it. It's familiar. They could be bopping their head. So, yeah, I definitely support that yeah. and intend to do some of those. And that definitely draws people. Yeah, that draws people. That's what that that's kind of the well. That's what we want in writing songs. We want to draw people. We want to yep. capture their attention, and then and then like literally what you just said, like, oh dang, this is a Jesus rap. And then it's kind <laughs> of like, and then when you listen to the words, it's like, oh dang, this is the gospel. I mean. Man, the gospel is so powerful. You, get saved. you know, yeah, exactly. It's it's hard to listen to the gospel and be like, nah, you know. Obviously, there's some people who, because of life situations, are like that. But uh, so many times, it's hard for people to ignore the gospel. You know. Yes. Hundred percent. So we wanted to move into our uh, fourth and final subject and this is a pretty big one and i think one that um that we really need to talk about because after talking about how songs work and what we do um, i think it's important to talk about the purpose why do we make songs about god how does this bring souls and how does this glorify god so isaiah um in your experience how does rapping a song about God, how does that glorify him? Uh, yeah, good question. Um, I would say one way it glorifies him is just by giving the glory to God, right? At the end of my songs, I've started doing this recently. I try to say glory to God and, or like, let's give it up for Jesus or something rather than be like, <laughs> nice. oh, yeah. Let's clap for me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just give the glory to God. And uh, obviously, that's one easy way that you could do it. But within the song, too, um, th- through the lyrics, you're able to do it. And through just the point that you're up there rapping, 
sometimes people will come up after come up afterwards and they'll talk to you they'll be like oh dude you did such a good job you could tell them personally like thank you like obviously say thank you um because Just you did put some time into that uh you did invest some time into that and some effort but ultimately the glory goes to god so um yeah does that answer your question good yeah that's and that's pretty powerful uh you know the fact that people notice and um and it's awesome that you give glory to god man because really that's 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 what it's all about okay let's get down how do you not get prideful so let's say mm. as mm. men you know well we're freaking prideful <laughs> as heck, bro so even when i'm i don't like write songs or anything but when i clean when i be an usher they say good job Rafa. you're do, you're cleaning good i it tends to get in my head i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but how do you not let the pride get into your head basically and like oh look at me i'm so good <laughs> yeah all right first thing i want to say <laughs> is i'm prideful <laughs> everyone's prideful <laughs> like if you ask me like how are you not prideful i have to admit i am prideful but i don't like i'm asking i'm not just unapologetically prideful right i'm asking god to help me and obviously i'm giving the glory to god and i try to divert as much of that glory to God because ultimately he's the one who is uh, giving me that gift. Um, I have people around me that uh, like my pastor, who is my dad, I would consider myself to be a disciple and I'm in a place where he could tell me if there's some things that are out of line. If you, um, if you feel like you could be in that position and definitely put yourself in place under a pastor. You don't have to be a disciple, but you could just ask him um, to give you some mentor mentorship in your life and to help you with things like humility. Um, just re remembering the real reason, like, like Christmas, they'll be like, Oh yeah. You could like get caught <laughs> so caught up. Like I'm going to buy you this and then you're going to buy me that. And then we'll do the trade. And then, you know, but like that's kind of like how it is. <laughs> you could just you could just you could just forget like the real reason for it. Like that's how I feel like sometimes people will, can be with like performing or like doing anything. Like when I rap, it's it's not like it's it's a skill and it's a hobby that I'd like to develop. But most of all, it's it's really a ministry. Is what I'm doing, and so ministry. I'm not. I'm a servant. That's all I am. I'm not like the ruler of the world. I'm not the greatest rapper ever. It's humbling sometimes because, like, just this last concert we did, I got up on stage. I didn't have the lyrics memorized, so <laughs> I had them on my phone. And then they started playing the beat, and I was like, I rapped a few lines and I messed up, and so I had them restart the beat. Those experiences too are also uh humbling you just have to just remember like it's okay if you mess up like it's not it's not about you it's about god that's always a great point of view to have um always because i mean 
doesn't really benefit you to be prideful or anything. But if you're humble, at least as much as you can be, I think that's always, always going to benefit you. Because, I mean, sometimes it, it like counteracts like you're like, wow, that man, that guy's humble. He's a good guy. It's like it's like I'm trying to be humble here, man. Come on, you know. Yeah. So, so like people say, like, I'm the most humble yeah, person in this room. Yeah, it's like, bro. Now, what you I, gonna do about it? When it when it's me and humble, man. Mm, you know, and you know sometimes it can be like that. Sometimes people are like that, but being humble itself is definitely a um, a super big like something that shows your true personality. Okay, that's, that's good. one thing that my pastor always tries to preach to the disciples. Be humble. This is his yeah. second church. And he's like, I may have, I may not be the best pastor. I'll make mistakes. But one thing I want you guys to learn from me is be humble. Learn mm. how to be a servant and serve others. That's one thing. Almost every single outreach we go to, every single thing when we go to different churches, there's one thing he's like, Rafa, let's go serve. Let's go serve the people of God and let's go serve God lastly, falsely. Because that's that's how basically we serve God. That's how we be servants, basically, giving God glory and just working for him. Yeah. I personally can't freaking stay on a on a on a, a tempo for a long time. Not even I can't even stay on tempo. But I know dang well I could probably clean the toilet just as good. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's not my pride talking. Because <laughs> at the end yeah. of the day, hey, not, someone's not gonna clean. Someone mm-hmm. has to clean the toilet. <laughs> and we just got a new building, so we got three toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Dude. All right. Anything else you guys wanted yeah, to add? My dad's favorite line. What? And that's just going along with that humbling thing. This is kind of a humorous thing, but uh, recently, within like last year, my dad created like <laughs> he created a new line, and the line is just basically just get over yourself, mm. and like that's like his his go to thing. Quote of the like, year. He tell he doesn't tell it to like the church. Well, he does sometimes, and like the sermons, in like a humorous way. Um, because if you say it to someone, it could be kind of offensive. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, hundred percent. Trying to figure out how to word this, <laughs> but uh, sometimes like just like as a joke, someone will be talking, and he's like, "Hey, just like that's cool, but get over yourself." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's more yeah. about basically the idea is like if you're two bit like here's the here's the sun right here you're just the moon god is the sun oof yeah and you're making like any and you're hiding all the light like just get over your the way yo that's an amazing like yeah. illustration for that bro yeah definitely that's so good uh, bro you started out off the dome <laughs> hey off the dome. it works it oh, does. I'm trying to be humble here. Anyway. <laughs> Aren't we all? All right. Oh, boy. Who's well, trying to humble each other first? <laughs> all right, guys. I think that's going to do it for us. Um, that's episode three. I would like to thank Isaiah Gash uh, for coming on, uh, for being a part of this. Um, 
I'll have his uh, YouTube channel in the link. Check out his music. He's got some pretty cool stuff going on there. Um, no, it's and... a little cool. Not too cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, that's all right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> pretty mediocre. <laughs> but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. God bless. Hey, thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure being on the Light It Up podcast. I'm so glad that I was able to be on this uh, podcast today. Um, I just want to take a quick moment of your time. Um, just want to give you guys the opportunity, if you don't already, um, to make sure that your heart is right with Jesus. Um, I know, obviously, I shared my testimony in the beginning of the podcast, how I went through um, being a church kid but still not being saved. And I know not everyone can relate to that, but a lot of people are just going through this world and they know that their heart is not right with God. But I want to tell you that 2,000 years ago, a man came and he died on a cross. His name is Jesus. And he paid the ultimate price that you don't have to spend eternity in hell, but that you could be with him in heaven. All your sins could be wiped clean in an instant. And so I want to just ask you, if you would like to invite Jesus into your heart and accept his free gift of salvation, you could just say this quick prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I repent of my sins. I believe that you died and rose again to pay the price for all of my sins. I ask you today to come into my heart and to make me a new person to be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you believed it with your heart, you can now know that you're going to make heaven your home and you have a, a bright future through Jesus. I just want to say thank you again for being able to be on this podcast. It was a pleasure being able to uh, spend a few, spend about an hour with uh, my friends to get to talk. Thank you to Raphael, uh, to Wyatt, and uh, peace out.